Hello, my name is Rachel Shear. I am a relationship coach and for the podcast, Let's Sexplore It, I have a great woman, Onyx Keisha, here with us today. So Onyx, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure, first of all, hi everyone. I am super excited to be a part of this podcast. My name is Onyx Keisha. I am a producer and director of film and stage. I also am all about sex positive, body positive, and queer positive work. And I would like to add all of this under the umbrella of being a believer. I truly want to just share with everyone that uh, God does not require us to separate our sexuality from our spirituality. Um, A lot of times we have shame centered around what we enjoy to do, but God is there with us in the bedroom, just like he's there with us when we're we're praying. So there's no need to be ashamed of of who you are. I love that, yes. Um, Thank you for sharing that. And how did you get your start as a filmmaker and sex positive? (laughs) what's your your backstory yes well um my my foundation in my heart has been um in theater and so I started off in theater um right out of out of uh, out of high school I actually um started my company and I have just been blessed to be able to be a full-time entrepreneur and live my dreams ever since um but I found myself wanting to reach more people and so film is a medium that you can do that with stage was always limited there were regional limitations I'm from the east coast so we were very accustomed to theater broadways right there you know um I I grew up in New Jersey so the culture was theater but then there were other areas that I wanted my message to get out um and theater wasn't exactly the best way to get it out so I decided I wanted to start filmmaking. And so uh, about 11 years ago, I like packed up everything um, and I left New Jersey and came to Atlanta. At the time, Atlanta was emerging in the film industry. Um, Now Atlanta is one of the top places. And so I really jumped in and I started to create um, film and web series and Um, I realized that there was just a need for body positive and sex positive work and um, just a place for for us to show up as our full selves. And so that has just been uh, my mission. Uh, That's what I do. I use art to heal um, and to, you know, enlighten, to entertain. Wow. You know, we are so similar. (laughs) Um, I also have always been involved in theater and I moved to Los Angeles to pursue acting because I really wanted to be a famous movie star, (laughs) but uh, that did not really work out for me, but I ended up becoming a sex coach and a relationship (laughs) coach instead. But I have heard that Atlanta is thriving now in the film industry. So you are definitely in the right place for that. And being so sex positive, I know that in the past few years with more risque movies that have been made, they have a need for an intimacy coach. Yes. Where you know about that, they hire someone to make the actors comfortable 
doing sex scenes or being intimate with each other in front of an audience because there are all these the camera people that are recording them and watching. So it, it can be really difficult to just jump right into a sex scene with a stranger, basically. Right, yeah. I um, actually just had a meeting with an intimacy coach um, and um, she, she was talking about how she is invited and hired on sets at a much higher rate um, nowadays than ever before and how it really makes a difference. I know that in my own work, when I've had to, um, when we've had to portray intimate scenes, there's just a lot of work that goes into that. We want it to look as natural as possible, but we also want to, you know, protect our actors. And so I always have like a a closed set, limited amount of people, um, lots of conversations, lots of choreography, and just meeting that balance of, we want this to look real and raw and passionate, um, but we're still acting. (laughs) Yeah. What type of films do you make? So I make all kinds of films, but I do also make erotica. Um, And so with my erotica work, um, it's always very storyline based, very character driven. Um, Erotica is not pornography, (laughs) Um, but it is the ability to tell a full story. So if I'm telling a love story, I'm going to include the intimacy because that's a big part of it. Um, and so that's, that's the, type of, um, the type of films that I make. I make all kinds of films, uh, kids shows, all kinds of things. Um, because again, I don't feel like there's any shame in sexual expression. Um, and I feel like, especially as women, we, we cannot um, feel like it's taboo because it's a part of us. It's a part of our lives. It's a part of our relationships. Yeah, you know, the reason I got into sex coaching is because it is such a taboo subject, but yeah. it's, it's a part of life. It's how people are created. Mm-hmm. So it amazed me that people are so afraid to talk about it. And can you, so you said that you do erotica. Can you clarify the difference between erotica and porn? Sure, absolutely. And and I can, uh, of course, there's technical terms, but I, I'm going to speak from um, my experience um, and the movies that I create. So my erotica is if you were to take a romance novel, um, that's the best way I could describe it, um, a romance novel and put visuals to it. So it's very much story-based. It's very much um, relationship-based. It's something that could be shown on cable television you know so we're not focused on nudity or sexual acts we're focused on anything that's going to further the plot however we're not going to shy away from intimacy or um, nudity as long as it is relevant to the story Um, so it's it's hard because in the industry today, everything is kind of like sensationalized. In, 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 in uh, today's world, you can be watching, you know, uh, a film and see an intense uh, sex scene or nudity and not even 
expected. It's almost commonplace. Um, so there's not a lot of division like there used to be like, uh, this is only for late night cable and this is for, you know, uh, daytime TV. So it's like a blurred line. So erotica comes in where we are not separating the, the sexuality and the intimacy from telling the story. So could these types of movies be shown on a big screen? Would it be yeah. rated R or rated X? Mm, it wouldn't be rated X, maybe NR. Um, definitely rated R. Um, whenever I, I show one of my erotica films, we always have a warning, um, you know, 18 and older. Um, yeah, I wouldn't say it's not like you would feel comfortable watching it, you know, in large company, um, but the storylines, uh, one of the films, uh, one of my past films is called Zen. Um, and the storyline centers around couples going to couple therapy and following their stories. And you have everything in there from BDSM to also being insecure about your body and not being able to be fully intimate. Um, and just what that looks like, in the context of a healthy relationship and that we cannot always separate sex from having a healthy relationship. Yes, um, <laughs> it's so true. Marriage family therapists, even though they maybe they see couples who think that they, they, like, they can't have sex because they have physical problems, it's usually a problem with the relationship. <laughs> so they have to focus on that and fix the relationship and then they can have better sex. Absolutely. I mean, so, if, I'm sorry. I just wanted to know the films that you create, what's your role? Are you the producer, director, writer, all of the above? What do you so do? it really depends. Primarily, um, primarily I sit in the producer seat for a lot of my projects, but that has been an evolution. Um, you know, I started out um, mostly directing. Um, so I, I wear a couple of hats. Um, my erotica work, I do write, um, produce and direct. Uh, but when it comes to um, the bigger picture of my film career, I am typically in the producer seat. Um, I produce all different types of projects for networks and independent projects. That's amazing. Yeah, that's a, a great industry to be in because everybody watches movies like that. Yeah. Pornhub is really popular, but the, a lot of women prefer plots because they have to feel engaged and feel connected to the characters mm -hmm. or being turned on. Even if there is a really romantic sex scene at the end, it helps if you build character development before they have sex. Absolutely. I think it's all about the characters. Um, and of course, there's a there's a, a time and a need for the other type of content. So there's nothing wrong with that. Just as a storyteller, as a digital storyteller, I truly love telling the story. And so I like to compare a lot of times um, when I am uh, doing exclusively film interviews, they ask me about my work in erotica and then my work, my film work that has to do with God and church and all of that stuff. And, and just how can I produce two seemingly different um, 
pieces of art. Um, and but the thing is, it is all about the relationship in both pieces. It's about the relationship, the relationship that we have with each other, the relationship we have with self and the relationship we have with our creator and how that physically manifests. And so it's one through storyline. And for me as a creator, I think it's just so important that we understand that everything is connected. Nothing is separated and there's no judgment. You know, I, I um, we, to be sex positive, we must celebrate the woman who is promiscuous as well as the woman who is celibate. You know, yeah. those are choices and there's nothing, as long as they're healthy choices coming from a healthy space, there's nothing wrong with either one of those choices. Yes, I totally agree. That was a beautiful statement. As long as people are proud and confident in who they are it doesn't matter what they're what they do right absolutely absolutely I I have been um uh, celibate for a while um a couple of years and um I tell people um there's so much power in that we're taught that it it's limiting but it really allowed me to be more open and more um, loving and more trusting in my relationships because I was clear with myself that that wasn't a choice I was ready to make at this time in my life. Um, so it's like, we have all of these like preconceived notions about things like the woman who is very um, um, open, sexually open. And, you know, I celebrate her because I think it takes such a level of confidence and knowing of self to be so sexually open. Just like I feel like some people feel like celibacy is like hiding or saving yourself for religious reasons, but it's also a way of knowing yourself and being able to have a sense of just um, uh, discernment and um, self-control and the beauty that comes in all of that. So I celebrate it all. <laughs> wow, that's great. So tell me a little more about your celibacy. Uh -huh. You've been doing it for a few years. You've yeah. Been and how do you plan on continuing that for a long time, like for the foreseeable future? So initially when I started on my journey, it was like hard timelines, like I'm going to do this for this amount of time or until this type of relationship comes or, you know, um, but I knew that those kind of um, parameters, um, they kind of dissolved away. And as I be, became more in tune with, with self, I am able to say now that I know when it will be time for me. Um, and it just has more to do with me um, loving myself and not having intimacy be a part of the getting to know process and um, building a strong connection outside of that and the things that matter to me in this stage of my life most are the reason why I made the decision but there's not a um, thought of, I have to have this and this and this. I know that when it's time, God will show me and I will be, I will know, and you know, it, 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 I'll be ready, you know, but it definitely takes, uh, just a, a, a understanding of self to really 
get to that place, I believe. And so during this time, it's just been a lot of spiritual growth, a lot of self-awareness um, and just figuring out like, what, what do I want? What does that look like? Um, how do I want to feel? How do I want to make somebody else feel? Where in, in, in the priority list of companionship is uh, sexual expression going to sit? Um, how does this correlate with my faith walk? Um, how, how do I want to um, show up in, in companionship? Like all of these questions um, are starting to be answered as I go through this journey. Wow, you know, that also, what you said was really incredible. And it sounds like a perfect segue for me to just give a quick shout out to my course, because I have an eight week group coaching course called Your Road to Romance, which is all about figuring out exactly who you are and what you want in a partner. So then you can attract the right person. And just as you said, Onyx, it's all about knowing your true self. If you, if you mm -hmm. don't know who you are and what you require in life and what your values are, you're not gonna be the best version of yourself and you're never gonna find a good partner. So that leads me to my next question. <laughs> what have you been doing the past few years? Have you been trying to date or have you just kept a focus on yourself? Um, so I, um, definitely dating, um, uh, while keeping a focus on myself, if that makes sense. <laughs> um, and, uh, really discovering me. Yeah. Discovering me, but I believe that discovering self requires relationship with others. Um, because, um, you are able to reflect, you are able to observe, you're able to see how you show up in different situations. You're able to really find out what you like and what you don't like. So I have been dating um, this, you know, this entire time and I've had some amazing um, relationships um, and situations and um, opportunities to, to love opportunities to, um, you know, have fun, enjoy, and, uh, just really be able to build a relationship without the pressure. And so that is something for me, that's my, that's my own healing. Um, is that when I thought about sexuality, sex, intimacy, sexual expression, there was always a pressure associated with it. Like, am I doing it right? Are they gonna like it? Am I gonna be what they want? Like, it, do I sound okay? Do I like all of these things that I think as women, we tell ourselves why I'm gonna bring it back because sometimes the only form of sex we see is in pornography. We don't see it in, things like erotica where it's real because sex is not always beautiful you know it's not always pretty faces and light moans it's not you know it can it can be messy it can be awkward um you know and so as women we have like this one image of what it's supposed to be and if we don't experience that or we feel like we can't be that then it's like what are we doing wrong you know and so for me 
it had, there was always a lot of pressure um, associated. And I don't ever want to have an experience with someone I'm in a relationship with. And my first thought be like, was it, was it okay? Was it good? Like, I don't want to have those conversations. And I feel like as women, we do, we have those conversations. So being able to release that pressure allowed me to show up more as myself in my relationships. Yeah. And so in, with the people you dated, did you kiss at all? Or does, is that too sexual for you right now? Uh, well, some, 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 yeah. Um, so it's not too sexual. I have a really great, um, self-control, uh, I think that when you are just clear about your goals and your objectives, it's a little easier. Um, and so, and it's a conversation that I have early on, you know, I am, <laughs> I think, you know, just as important as um, sexual compatibility, communication is there, you know? And so, you know, first day, second day, I'm not like, hey, you know, I'm celibate, but I'm very clear about um, this is where I am in my life. This is the journey I'm on. And, um, you know, if, if, you're, if you're down, let's take this journey together. If not, I understand because there's no, there's no judgment, you know? Yeah. Were there some people that you really liked who were not okay with yourself? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Oh yeah. Um, and well, I don't want to say really liked, or maybe I did really like before the expression of it. Um, so I was in a, a situation, um, where we were dating for a few months and it was going really, really good. Like, uh, I felt like we could have possibly walked down the aisle type of good. Um, and (laughs) yeah. Um, but with the um, topic of, of sex, it, as the relationship progressed, it became a little more aggressive um, with just like, well, when you're married to me, you're not going to be able to say no, like things like that. And so it just gave me just a window into a part of this person that, um, didn't really resonate with me anymore. Uh, and, and it was, so it wasn't exactly about the celibacy, but because of it, I, I got to hear and see things that I knew were not going to sit right with me, um, you know, in the progression of the relationship. So at first that was pretty difficult, you know, and there were many times where I said, you know, maybe I should, but I tell you standing now a year after that experience, I thank God that I did not go back on my word to myself because um, of what it turned out to be. And I would have just felt like I'd given a piece of myself up to a situation that wasn't truly aligned with what I want out of life. Um, So it's like in those moments, as hard as it is, you know, I'm so grateful now, like I said, a year later that I stay true to what I believed. Um, And so, yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's great. I'm really happy for you that you, you've stood by your word and you (laughs) 
kept the promise to yourself. That's really important. Yes. Yeah. You have to care about yourself first. Absolutely. And I say my way isn't like the way, like I tell people all the time, you know, people ask me all the time if I, if, if this is a, a ring, like I'm engaged and this is, there's a scripture on my ring and this is just about the promise to myself. Um, and I tell women all the time, my journey is my journey. It is, it is not the right journey or the wrong journey. It's the right journey for me. So I would never encourage anybody to say, well, the right way to find yourself is to be celibate. Because for some women, the right way to find themselves is to have sexual experiences so they can figure out who they are and what they want and how they want to love. So I think the key thing though, is as women to be intentional like if you're going to be intimate, be intentional. Don't do it because you want to make somebody else happy. If you're going to be celibate, be intentional about yourself. Don't do it because you feel like it, you have to, or it's this good girl image or anything like that, because it's really not. It's just about you being intentional about how you want to have sexual experiences. Wow. You know, it's so interesting that you produce erotica yet you're celibate right now. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> a very unique individual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep. I get that. I get that all the time. Um, yeah, do but... Have, mm-hmm. uh, do you have anything else to add before we end the podcast for today? Um, just that, first of all, I think there is a necessity for a relationship and sex therapy and coaching. And so like, I am like elated about your book and your workshop and just the work that you're doing. Um, I feel like we underestimate how important it is to heal in this area of our lives. Um, and so whatever that healing looks like, it could be in the form of writing erotica. It could be in the form of celibacy. It could be in the form of um, connecting and getting to know yourself, but just um, letting go of like the shackles of shame that we carry as women centered around sexual expression is what is so important because that's the only, that's the only way we can be free. Like to, for us to be ourselves fully, and that's really the scope of my work. Like, I'm, I cannot tell my story without telling all of my story. And so that includes my love of God. That includes my sexual, my sexual expression. That includes what makes me angry, you know? As women, we need to give ourselves permission to show up fully, no matter what that looks like. Yes, yes, that is so true. Yeah. And hearing you talk reminds me that I have an idea for an erotic romance that I thought about writing. So I should get on that. Yes. Have you turn it into a movie. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. I am here. Just let me know. So if people want to reach out to you, where can they find you? Absolutely. Um, Well, I'm on all social media platforms at Onyx Keisha, O-N-Y-X-K-E-E-S-H-A. That's Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, uh, YouTube, Facebook. Um, I have, you know, I have a lot of my work um, on YouTube, um, some work that is... um, 
being shopped around right now. Um, but that is not my erotica work. I typically, um, you know, you'd have to uh, reach out to me or we'll do a screening. That's how I typically show my uh, erotic work, uh, just to keep everybody safe and protected. Um, but you can reach out to me. I'm very approachable. You know, I love to give advice. I'm all about women empowerment. So if you have an idea or want advice, whether it has to do with um, sexual expression on screen or intimacy coaching or filmmaking in general, I am your woman, um, especially if it has anything to do with your faith walk and marrying the two. Great, thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. And if people are looking for a relationship coach, they can find me at lovelaughleisure.com. I have an eight-week coaching course, Your Road to Romance. If you're single and really ready to find your special person, and I just wrote a book called Date to Find Your Soulmate that will be available on Amazon on February 2nd. And I tell a lot of personal stories there. I, I get deep. I tell sexual stories. Um, some will make you laugh. Some will make you cry. All sorts of personal stuff that I reveal in, in between all the dating lessons that I give. So you can find me on my website, lovelaughleisure.com. I'm also on all sorts of social media. So you can reach out to both of us. And thank you so much for being here, Onyx. And thank you to all listeners. This is Let's Sexplore It. And I am Rachel Shear, your host. Goodbye, everyone. Have a great day.